This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. Every leader needs an intentional plan to see transformation take place in their organization. The Kingdom Leadership Workshop exists to help you build that plan. Learn more at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. Hey, thanks for tuning in to I Work Run this afternoon as Martha and I broadcast you from Tampa. Amazing. Can't believe that we're actually home two days in a row. It's fantastic. We love hearing from you, our listeners. And we've got listeners all over Tampa Bay at AM 570. 910 and FM 102.1 in Lakeland, Florida, and Jacksonville, 917919 in St. Augustine, 913 in Folkestone, Georgia, and of course on the talk station, FM 100.3 and AM 1600. However, you're listening to us today, just know this we would love to hear from you. We would love for you to give us some feedback, some perspective. We would love for you to tell us about some stories you're hearing out there in the workplaces of your city. And Tell us, contact us, go to our contact us page. Uh, that's iworkforhim.com. Click on the contact button. Is it a button or a tab? There's actually a button on our website a on button. the far right. There's con- it, well, it's contact and then on the next one's donate. So it's right next to that. All right. So we would love to hear if you're hearing stories out there in the work, in your workplace, of people who are really living out their faith in the work. We want to hear from you. So please give us those stories. You could also call the listener line with those things. 866-713-9675. 866-713-9675. Today is going to be more like a traditional together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha the Brangenberg is we have no guests joining us today and we're going to talk well, about I'm just your a- guest and you're my guest be my guest be my guest da, 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 da. Oh, beauty and the beast beauty and the beast that's right it's fantastic love that so we're just going to share some things that are in our heart today that's exactly right I'm but looking be- forward to it there's so many things that we could talk about with so our listeners many things. and if they ever have their own ideas we'd love to hear them as well that's but, right Call um, us to- today line. we get to choose that's right. Call the listener line. We want to hear from you. It is really neat to hear from you. All right. So uh, you could get the listener line number. Oh, 866-713-9675. 866-713-WORK for work. Isn't that kind of cool? How Not that W-O-R-K in Cincinnati, but that's That was W-K-R-P. Oh, that's what it was. K-R-P. Not okay. anything related to all right, work. So, all right. Before we get, I know you had a devotional that you read this morning that you really wanted to share. Yeah. But it's election day. Yes, it is. And I want and I want at the top and the bottom of the hour to talk about election day. <clears throat> we're not talking about political parties here. We're talking about we're we're talking to you, our Christ following audience. If you're a Jesus follower, there should be some very key things that impact how you vote. Um, obviously, taking care of the widows and taking care of the poor and the hungry, very important priorities. However, I believe that that's more the church's job than the government's job because the government can't seem to get anything done on, a, on an efficient manner. Well, well, actually, the charge in the Bible is to the church. Right. Not to the government. To take care of widows and so, orphans. But how about the innocent murdering of 65 million children? If you've got a candidate that you are voting for that is being supported by Planned Parenthood, just this is my opinion, but I really believe Jesus would be this way. If you've got a candidate that supports the, the slaughtering of ch- young children, I don't think you should vote for that candidate because we've got 65 million children have been murdered since Roe v. Wade in 1973. Now, not all done by Planned Parenthood. There's been there's all kinds of other abortion providers across this country. But if you've got a candidate that supports 
what they call pro-choice instead of being pro-life. Really, they should just say we're pro-abortion. I don't please don't vote for that candidate. We don't need more abortion in this country. We need to end the infanticide in our country. 65 million, that's 10 times the size of the Holocaust. You know, I want to just say um that really as we've been talking with Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management over the last several months about biblically responsible investing. Right. We want to do voting through the lens of biblically responsible voting. voting. Yeah. And Good really, point. so the point is there are a lot of hot topics out there. There's a lot of people that have their own agendas. There are a lot of people where certain topics are their platform. And all of those things we need to put through this filter of what's biblically responsible. If our... um if our ability to vote is the way that we express what we believe in, then, Jim, we need to be expressing that in a way that we truly believe. And so I just, you know, I think it's it's hard to believe that there's anything bigger than talking about abortion. But it's really much bigger than that because it's every single one of the things that they make their platform on, on every side of the aisle and down the middle, Um that we're doing it through the lens of being biblically responsible. Yeah, I think it's just just so important to know this is not a one-issue election. There's so many things going on. But here's the deal. We need to vote for candidates that, number one, want to work. I mean, politics is supposed to be the art of compromise, but there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of compromise going on anywhere these days. But why do we, as Christ followers, always have to be the ones compromising what we stand for. Why is it that we need to say, you know, it's okay that, that you discriminate against us as Christians and that you're, you're mad at us because we don't agree that marriage should be anything but between a man and a woman. You know, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where they all, they want to be inclusive, but they want to be exclusive towards us. So if you've got a candidate that wants to specifically um, go against what the Bible says is true, and wants to murder innocent children, please don't vote for that person. Now, this is not a political show. Life is not political. God gave us life. It's a gift. Imagine, we've talked about this on past shows, 65 million children have been aborted since 1973. That's the entire population of California, the entire population of Florida, and the entire population of Minnesota wiped off the map. Which one of those kids might have had the cure to cancer? Which one of those kids might have had the cure to high-speed rail? You know, maybe one of those kids could figure out how to do it and make and, and make money at it, or, or actually even break even. I mean, we just we have to stop this. It's crazy. We've we've talked to kids who have been the result of an uh, a botched abortion, but have lived and and their life has thrived. We've talked to kids whose life was created because of a rape or because of, of other kinds of awful situations. And those kids, their lives matter. It's just incredible. And God uses adversity in our lives in order to make us who he can use more effectively. Your vote really matters more than anything. If you're listening to us right now, and we broadcast 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. And all of you still listening to us? If you haven't voted yet, please go and vote. So last night on Facebook, I just felt compelled to just write this very simple thing. Please make your vote count. Don't stay home on Election Day. And I haven't 
had four people share a post of my own personal, other than maybe our granddaughter's picture when she was born was a couple of weeks ago. Times. No, it was liked. It wasn't shared that many okay. times. But anyway, my point is, is that this really resonated with people. God has allowed us to live in a country where our vote counts. And why in the world would we stay home on a day when we have the opportunity to be a voice, to um to share our desires for this country, for the leadership that we want to live under and um, eventually the laws that are going to be made. So I just want to encourage people, like you said, Jim, if the polls are not closed yet and you are listening to this show today and you have not yet gone out and voiced your um, right to vote, please do so because if you abstain, then it is like a vote for the opposite of what you want because you didn't, you didn't, uh, um, give your vote out there. And it's just important that you do some research, that you do check out who you're voting for and um, really make an impact. And there's so many helps out there for that very thing. So, um, and I know that you can get them, um, you know, from all different perspectives. So just do your research and um, and get, get your vote to count. Well, and understand that there's no perfect political candidate nowhere. What? No, there's no perfect political candidate. There's it's no politics. They have person. to have an art of, of compromise. Mm-hmm. But we as Christ followers need to get involved in this process. In fact, some of you maybe we did a show earlier this year of, of seven elected officials in Pasco County making a difference. But as Christ followers, we need to stand up for what the Bible says. And you may say, well, but, you know, but God is silent. I've been praying for God to do an answer. I read this in a book by Grant Skeldon that we're going to interview him next week. But it says, don't say God is silent when your Bible is closed and dusty. Too many of us Christ followers don't really know what the Bible says. Mm. Crack the Bible open. It's full of so much that you and I can learn to live by. But just we got to stop compromising. We need to start working on the reformation of our country. And it, and it starts with electing God-fearing, Jesus-following people who believe in right and wrong and believe in absolute right and wrong. And you need to do that today, starting with your vote. You're listening to I Work From His Martha. I broadcast you from Tampa, Florida, Jim. Did you forget where we were? Sometimes I wake (laughs) up and I'm like, where have we been? And where are we this morning, this afternoon, this evening? It's amazing. That's right. So before we go on to one another topic, I do want to say one thing. Um, Again, we know it's voting day. It's election day. Make your vote count. Jim, it reminds me every time we cast our vote, I think about that verse that we learned when we went through Crown Financial, that it says in Chronicles, I believe, it is at God's hand that men are made great and given strength. That's right. And what that whole lesson that we were learning in Crown at that time was about um, paying your taxes and the things that are due to the government based on the authority that we have to put ourselves under and that we don't always like that authority. And there's going to be some elections today that don't go the way that one of our listeners wants it to go. Um, we all have different opinions, but that's why we live in this. This That's the way this country was founded. But I just want to remember at the end of the day that it was at God's hand that men are made great and given strength. And in that moment, we have to then say, okay, Lord, what are you going to do with this? What What is it that you've got planned that we don't have a perspective on right now? Because in the, in the emotion, we can lose sight of 
what God might be doing. So I just want to throw that out well, there because it, I think it's important perspective. It is important perspective. And I love the way you said that. And I think what's really important is also to understand that politics is one of those things that it doesn't really attract people to Jesus. But once you're a Jesus follower, your vote should, I'm not saying your vote really matters. God has given you this right and this ability to vote in free elections but there are certain things that we as Christ followers need to stand for. And it's what says in the word of God. And Martha said that I focused too, too much on, uh, on abortion in the break. And it's not that I focus so much on abortion. It's just, you know, what? I don't want to hear from a candidate that says he's a Jesus follower and then takes money from an organization that kills children. I'm just, that's just the way I am. And you know, we don't talk politics on this show uh, and it's because I can't handle it, but we trust you, our listeners to just vote, please vote. And, you know, one of the things that we, you know, we really love, one of the things, Martha, as we have spent 129 days on the road this year, is that we have seen and heard amazing kingdom stories from across the country. 27 states we've captured stories from, maybe even, we've probably captured stories from even more states than that. That's how many we've actually driven our tires through. Yeah. Uh, we've just seen, what's amazing is that God is working in the workplaces all across America. Not just because there's one organization that's, riling people up but there is one organization that is riling people up and that's the organization of jesus christ we call that the body of christ the church hmm. not the four walls church but the church that's a good point jim and i think that goes along with the fact that maybe those bibles aren't so dusty right now that people are getting them out and going god you hopefully have some answers in here that i need to learn because i'm not learning them elsewhere so i just want to encourage people with that because that's how god is stirring up so I want to read that verse and then we can right, read the verse. So first Chronicles read the verse. 29, Don't wait for the movie. First Chronicles 29, 12 riches and honor come from you alone. And you are the ruler of all mankind. Your hand controls power and might. And it is at your discretion that men are made great and given strength. So those are some powerful words. I encourage people to go and just really ponder that themselves. Read it for yourself in whatever translation speaks best to your heart. First Chronicles 29, 12. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. And it's so we've seen it time and time again. God using either God fearing men or non God fearing men and women to do amazing things. It's just cool. You had a you had a, you said your your devotions this morning. You had something really cool that you read. Oh, I just before we start talking about the marriage retreat cruise, I think we should you know. So this is fabulous, and I would encourage our listeners to go check it out. It's called the Word for You Today, and it's a daily devotional. My dad has shared it with us a couple of different times. You get a little booklet three months at a time, and you can I am sure find them at the Word for You Today USA. Uh, wordforyou.com and then on Facebook it's the word for you today USA and he relates a lot of devotions back to work and so I really love this um, and I can't tell you Bob remember Gossin. Bob Bob Goss. Bob it's opposite of Bob Goff yeah so I think it is Goss okay so it's the verse is do not be afraid for the Lord your God goes with you Deuteronomy's 31 6 and it's talking about a little boy who's afraid of the dark and his mom says can you go out on the porch and get the broom and she's like but I'm afraid of the dark and I don't want to do that mom are you going to make me do it and she's like you know that I've told you God's going to be with you um, you don't have anything to fear well the little boy opens up the the porch door and he says hey Jesus Oh, she says, Jesus is with you all the time. So she says, he says, Jesus, would you please hand me that broom? 
<laughs> and I just thought it was so cute because he, he, his mom said, Jesus is always going to be there for you. Well, then he's going to go get the broom for me. So I just loved it. And then it says at the end where it's talking about sending um, us into the world. It says the truth is that when God says to go, he's not sending you somewhere. He's taking you somewhere because he is with us all along the way. He doesn't send us out and say, "Okay, go, go, go be alone. No, he is taking us with him on this journey. And I just I just thought that was really, really um, an awesome analogy. And that's the kind of stuff that you get out of this devotional and um, often relating back to the workplace and and how we can have a better perspective. You know, going back to the workplace, you know, we're headed into the we're heading into the holidays, as they are called Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Uh, and and a whole bunch of other holidays in there for lots of other different uh, culture groups. And um, I think what's really important is that for us as Christ followers in our workplace is to recognize that this is a tough time of year for people, Mm. that a lot of people have pain and suffering and dysfunction and hurt and unforgiveness in their families. And so this is the time of year, either everybody pretends that there's nothing wrong or nobody gets together or they get together and yell at each other. But there's, this is a time of year. Well, it also can be the first time, uh, the first holiday without a spouse. Yeah. Or without a child. Um, or the first holiday with a spouse or with a child. I mean, you just never know. Uh, but holidays seem to be one of those, when it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's, where people start to, they have to deal with stuff that they can kind of avoid all year long. And I think we as Christ followers have a real opportunity in our workplace to talk, to use this as a, as a catalyst for conversation uh, in, of hope about Jesus. So we often talk about loving the people in our workplace. And this is an opportunity where you can step out of your comfort zone and maybe it's inviting them to join your family for Thanksgiving. If they're going to yeah. be alone, if they've had a loss, whether it's a, a marriage loss or a physical loss of a person um, or financially, that they can't, they won't be able to um, have a Thanksgiving the way that we would like, you know, to think that everybody would have one. Um, what a great opportunity not to just buy their groceries and ha- let them have their own, but invite them into your home, love on them in a way that um, could even be uncomfortable. Yeah. And, I, and your parents used to do that really, really well. When we were newlyweds, they often had people mm-hmm. uh, invited to the Thanksgiving table and I never really took advantage of that at New Year's Watch. I think I know, do handle that a lot better today than I did 25 or 30 years ago. Yeah. And then you start to, you know, it's easy to say, well, we have to travel or we have to do this or that. Um, but the, but thinking and being intentional, because those are things that you need to think about and not get to Thanksgiving dinner, sitting down and going, oh, I should have invited the person in the cubicle next to me. I bet you they're home eating a can of soup, you know, or whatever it might be. Um, but Nobody really... likes to be alone no. at Thanksgiving or no. Christmas or New Year's. Nobody wants to be alone. Yeah. Or it's really, nobody minds being alone on New Year's Day, but New Year's Eve, they don't like being alone. Well, you even think about, we had one, a couple of Thanksgivings where we were a small group or alone here in Florida when we first moved here. And we ended up going to Bush Gardens for the day, which was a great memory maker, but we still were like, Oh, we don't, we, nobody's here with us. By the way, you know? I, I saw the billboard yesterday as I was coming back in from Lakeland, that they are in full celebration, Christmas village at Bush Gardens, Aww. which by the way, if you have never gone to Bush Gardens and enjoyed their shows at Christmas time, 
it is worth the pass because and a lot of times you can buy the pass now for all of next year. Yeah. Uh, it is fantastic. Nice Push little cart. plug. But what a family. A- another free plug right That's here right. on I Work Friend. But it's a great family day. There's yeah. great, the greatest roller coasters in Florida are at Bush Gardens. And then you get a, you can, they actually serve Thanksgiving dinner all the way through to Christmas. It's pretty good. Am I keeping you awake? Yeah. No, okay. I'm thinking about all the, the turkey all makes the you turkey, tired. Turkey you know? makes you tired. But- hey, so we're going to talk more about depression and the holidays when we come back. But we also want to just put in this plug as we, and we know a lot of listeners have to get back to work and things like that. We're kind of at the last minute sign up for the marriage retreat cruise. That comes up February 14th to the 18th, 2019. We still have a few spots left, but we're running out of time to get you the rooms. So please sign up. If you've been thinking about this all year long, as we've talked about it, sign up today, go to iworkfram.com, click on the events tab and it'll connect you to our cruise director, Rick Saltarelli, with Salty Breeze Cruise Planners. And get signed up for the I Work Ram Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat in 2019. We would love to have you join us. We guarantee it'll be transformational, and it'll be a phenomenal weekend for you and your spouse. So join us. Check it out online. That's right. And you know, Jim, it's election day. And it is we really day. want our listeners, if you have not yet gotten off the sofa and gone to the polls or left work and gone to the polls and there's still time to let your vote count, please do so. Please take this as your opportunity to have your voice be heard and um, and make sure you know what you're voting for. So take a few minutes before you get there to look over the ballot and, and make some great choices that are biblically responsible. Yeah, there is a whole bunch of websites out there to help you understand what the 88 amendments to the Constitution are that you're voting on. (laughs) It's actually about 14 of them, though. It's pretty incredible. And if you haven't studied it, you need to know, Uh, as well as judicial candidates. And um, then, of course, your local House races, your local Senate races, your then the U.S. Senate race, the U.S. House race, the governor's race. Those are are just huge things. Be prepared, but get Get your butt in your car and go. Uber and Lyft are offering free rides today to the polls. So take advantage of that Uber and Lyft free rides to the polls. Fantastic. You got to do it. So before the break, Jim, we were talking about how hard the holidays can be for people and some of the things that we as coworkers, employees, employers can maybe do to um, to help with that. And um, whether it's inviting people to join you for a a Thanksgiving meal or um, having a opportunity for a gathering or just ministering to them in some way, be aware, be alert. We just want to really make that front of mind to say, what can you do a little bit differently this year to make it a little easier? And I know that a lot of churches have grief share. And if you know somebody who's going through this season for maybe the first or second time, especially, and they haven't had good help, Grief Share is an amazing program that a lot of local churches have. I think you can go to their website and find out where well, they are. And I think what you're hinting at is that this is a lot of times, you know, Christmas uh, and Thanksgiving yeah. are the time of the years where people, this is the first time they've had a holiday without their spouse, without yeah. their child. And they're like, I don't even, I don't even want to celebrate. And uh, without a parent. Right. Um, and, and so here, here's some questions we encourage you to ask your coworkers, your employees, your boss. Mm-hmm. How do you celebrate? Thanksgiving. How do you celebrate Christmas? How do you celebrate New Year's? Will you be celebrating this year with family or with friends? I mean, ask them, do some probing questions. What are your plans? plans? And and have a plan ahead of time with your spouse or with your friends. If you find out somebody from work is going to be alone, just say, hey, would it be okay if I invite Bob, Betty, Sue, Helen, Esther, 
from work. Yeah, and just invite them over. I mean, I, I'm terrible when I sit to pull names out of the yes. air. And yeah. I always pull from the 1940s. <laughs> They're all three-letter words like yours. Jim. Lucy. Richie. You know, that's right. So anyway, those are just some thoughts. Yeah. Um, you know, be creative. Let us know. If you end up doing something that um, really you're thankful that you did it, that um, made a difference, um, even if it doesn't, if you're not thankful for it, you know, just give us creative ideas so that we can share it with our listeners. We'd love... We love to hear how God is stirring in you to make some choices in your home life and your work life. So please don't hesitate to share that story with us. Well, and it's so important that we just recognize that people are hurting all around us. They bring that hurt with them to work and the hurt seems to have an amplitude to it. It it multiplies at the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. So uh, just be aware that you've got an incredible opportunity to be a minister to those in your workplace. And so we just encourage you to connect. All right. I want to talk about the marriage retreat cruise where this is kind of our last on air plug for it because people are really around out of time. It's four months from now, a little bit more than four months. And, um, the cruise starts filling up uh, and we would love to have our listeners join us. We got, we know we have several listeners from here in Tampa Bay and in Jacksonville join us, but people listening to us all over the country can join us as well. Yeah. So here's a really cool thing. We have a couple that has been listeners on the show in Jacksonville that have registered to join us on the cruise. And so I want to use that as an encouragement to other listeners that might be going, well, I don't know. I'm not going to know anybody else. I would be doing this randomly. Um, other people do that and it has worked out so wonderfully. First of all, and you're going to know us because who we are on the air is exactly who we are in person. Yeah. So sorry. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We would love for you to really seriously consider. And, you know, we were talking with somebody recently and they were like, oh, well, my marriage isn't bad enough yet. No, the whole point is, is that we invest in our marriage now in this moment, take advantage of that time to just feed into your marriage and make it stronger so that you don't get to the point where you're in crisis. And um, we just want to encourage people that we need to be doing that on an ongoing basis. Jim, we talked with somebody not long ago who said he went to a marriage retreat with his wife when they were newlyweds. And he's like, I can't believe we're going as newlyweds. We don't have major problems yet. Sat next to a guy who was 70 years old and said, I should have come. And the guy was bawling. Yes. Why are you crying? He says, I should have done this. I should have made this investment in my marriage decades ago. And he said, I don't ever want to get to that point as a newlywed looking forward saying, I wish that I would have invested more in my marriage. Be intentional. So what a great story. What a great um, example. And starting off a young marriage with um, knowing that you're going to work at growing the marriage, learning new things, learning them together, because it's just like exercising, guys. If you, if we don't, if we don't put in the work, how do we expect to have a a healthy body? And the same thing is true with our marriages. If we don't put in the work, how do we expect to have a healthy marriage? It's just not going to come naturally. And it's a great Christmas gift. It's a great Valentine's gift. In fact, we leave on Valentine's Day, 2019, out of Tampa Bay, Florida, out of the cruise port in Tampa Bay, Florida, and head out to Cozumel. And the two days at sea going to Cozumel, coming home from Cozumel, are our days where we do some retreat stuff, where we have focused conversations on things like forgiveness, communication, this year, we're going to also talk about doing ministry together. What does that look like? And we're going to talk about the secret weapon 
to making your marriage strong. It's an incredible opportunity. So go out to iWorkRim.com, click on the Events tab, and then click on the 2019 Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat, and join us. The, we, you know, you may say, well, what's the price? Well, it depends on what kind of room you choose. But most people are in that $1,100, $1,200 range for a couple for the weekend. And that includes all of your food and the cruise. And the we go on um, an excursion on Cozumel that is super cheap. And the food is outstanding. And the beach is absolutely beautiful. Martha is giving me the finger, not that I'm finger. I'm pointing at you because I want to make sure people understand that includes gratuity and everything. Because right. a lot of times when you go on um, some kind of a planned trip, there are hidden expenses. And really the only thing hidden would be like if you, not really hidden, but extra would be as if you want to order some of your pictures that they take you know, when you're on the cruise, although you want this to buy line... one of those cheap watches that break the minute you get off the ship, <laughs> or maybe one maybe, of those handbags. Maybe or... you're speaking from experience uh. there, Jim. But what is one of your favorite things from the marriage cruise that you can just tell our um, listeners about? Well, I, I honestly, two things, two okay. things. Number one, dinner every night where we get together as a crowd of people and we shift tables every night. So we get to know people, but the conversations, we sit down and eat. 15 or 8.30, and we're in there still 10.30 at night yeah. talking. And That's having a, a couple of creme brulee Oh, well, the there may be a, an additional dessert, yes. So <laughs> I I love the conversations around dinner because it's unscripted and it's real and it's raw. Love that. Yep. I mean, I love the teaching part, too. Um, and hopefully you'll love it this year, too, because you're going to do half of the teaching this year because people keep saying they, they're tired of hearing from me. You should see the look she just gave me. Um, it, you don't know what I was thinking. No, you're right. I don't know what you think. Half the teaching. This oh, is not a more? promise. This is a prediction. All right. But the second favorite thing is that day on Cozumel, because we go to this little place where we're not going to say it on the air because we don't want it to get so crowded that it's no longer our favorite place. We go to this really cool excursion where the entrance fee is three bucks, probably going to go up to four bucks this year. Um, and they have the the best food, the best Mexican food ever on Cozumel. And it's this breathtaking beach with palm trees and chairs between the palm trees and umbrellas and the water is spectacularly beautiful. It's just, it is so fun to hang out with people and just enjoy that. I love, love, love that. Yes. So it's all about the food and the talking. It really is. It's about relationships Yes, and um, just being able to relax and enjoy each other's company and you know what? That builds up a marriage because one of the things that we really struggle with in our day to day is getting disconnected and really um, engaging in conversation. And I think that's probably the biggest takeaway for most of the couples we've talked to is that they took time to actually get to talk. They didn't have the distractions, whether it's the dog or the neighbors or the kids or the phone or the emails yeah. or work. Um, a few days actually unplugged to really make a difference in their relationship with each other and be able to look in each other's eyes and focus on um, the future together and what that looks like and, and the hope that that brings. So Valentine's day, 2019, man, are we getting excited about it? And we'd love, love for you to for join you us, to join us, please join us. It would be fantastic. I work Click on the events tab. Click on the 2019 cruise your way to a better marriage retreat sponsored by I work for him. Spend a weekend with us. It may change your life. It may, I don't know, just, you know, drive you crazy. I have no idea, but it, no, it'll be fun. it's wonderful. Now, everybody that's gone, in fact, most people that have gone in the past have gone again because they've had so much fun and they've learned so much. 
Well, our first people to sign up for this year's were repeats from previous years, either last year or previous, um, where they said, oh, man, I want to just make this a priority in my marriage. And that's exciting to hear because that's what makes the difference. It's not this magical cruise that makes a difference in your marriage, but being intentional and setting aside time to let your spouse know that they really are a priority for you. That's right. A priority. You're a priority for me, Jim. You are a priority for me, Martha. But sometimes we get stuck with all the paperwork and we forget. So who's going to teach us? Um, You know what? We learn a lot. (gasps) Don't give away that secret. That's the one that we're going to share at the cruise. What's made our marriage strong? Oh, I just got the look again twice in the last segment. Now she's shaking her head. He didn't get the look. He can't read my mind, guys. What was on your mind? I was being quiet. (laughs) <laughs> I was just being quiet. Okay. It's good. It's it's good. Okay. All right. It's election day. As we close out this segment, go vote. If you haven't voted yet, vote. If you voted early, vote often. Who said that? Benjamin Franklin, I think. <laughs> but really don't. No, don't do that. That don't get arrested. That's it's not worth it. Um so election day, sign up for the cruise. Be intentional on thinking of the people. Look around at the people, all the people you work. And if you're in your car already, start thinking about all the people that you work alongside, that you pray for every day because you're a member of the I Work for Him Nation as you pray for everybody you work alongside. Talk to those people. What are their plans for Thanksgiving? What are their plans for Christmas? What are their plans for New Year's Eve? And make a plan this year to include them and your plans so that they're not alone. You know, it's so much fun to kind of turn the tables here. Jim's like testing me. How would you do on the intro? And I just am so excited that we get to have this show and that we get to share the stories that we share on a daily basis and encourage our listeners with the different things going on in life. Today's election day. Um, that's huge. Read First Chronicles twenty nine twelve. I'm going to put that on Facebook a little bit later. We've t- gotten to talk about the cruise that we have coming up in February. We're, we've really focused on the holidays, the fact that Thanksgiving, November and December are a time where we get kind of emotional for a lot of different reasons, because we have traditions, we have family together, we've had um, maybe loss and things like that over the years, Jim. And um, this can be a time where some of that can be really raw and it can be really um, scary for people to enter into it. So we just want to encourage people in their workplace to look for ways that they can make a difference in people's lives this holiday. And even if it's the very first time they've ever done it. Yeah. It's so important that we recognize that. And and I love how you just, you, you get so, you get so quiet because you get oh, so I'm intentional. Sorry. No. And I just, but I want them to lean in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but your point is so well taken because we need of all the times a year, this is the time of year to be intentional. There's huge ministry opportunities between today and the 1st of January because people are hurting they hate to be alone. They're looking at the holidays, dreading the holidays because of pain and suffering and hurt in their past. You can be the bright light in their life these next two months. Involve them with your family. Involve them with your activities. Mm-hmm. Invite them to a Christmas Eve service. You know, our old church used to have a great Christmas Eve service that anybody in the world could go to, and it was really neat. And those are happening all, all over. over the place. Because yeah. churches and, look to that. And if you feel like traveling, I've heard that Christmas Eve in Bethlehem is outstanding. Oh, well, there's that. I don't know that I ever want to do that, but I have heard that Christmas Eve in Bethlehem is phenomenal. Okay, and everybody's always singing a song, too. 
Oh, little town of Bethlehem. Okay, all right. So, want to share with you, Martha? Martha, I, I, Bible. I just opened my Bible because I read this this morning too. When you said, "Be you were the very light," busy this morning. I was. So, in Be Philippians, in Philippians two, um, starting in verse twelve, my little subheading actually says, "Shine brightly for Christ." And in verse fifteen, well, fourteen. I'll start there. Do everything without complaining and arguing, so that no one can criticize you. Leave, live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Today, we have the opportunity to shine bright in our, in our world through our vote. But on a day-to-day basis in our workplace, shine like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. I love that. I just think it's so huge that we shine brightly. And speaking of shining brightly, one of the things that is our passion, of course, is that every time somebody hears our show for the first time, they're woken up to the idea that their workplace really is their mission field, that their work really does matter to God, that they may be the only Jesus their coworkers and employees may ever meet. And we need to get this message to more people across our country, whether it's via social media or other radio stations, streaming on the internet, more podcast locations, we need to expand. And it's not because it's about us, but because there's so many ministries across this country that need to be highlighted and need to be lifted up and, and business driven to, you know, so many listeners that are tuning into radio that may not be hearing that what they do on a day to day matters, Jim. And not just, tuning in the radio, I would go into church on Sunday, not knowing that their work matters to God. And so we're for the the next couple of months, our goal is to raise $150,000 so that we can expand the message of I work for him across the country. And so we're looking for one-time gifts just to help us get that boost that we need to go across the country. And you may say, wow, that's a lot of money. No, not really. And, And boy, if you're listening, maybe you've got year end giving, you're trying to figure out where to designate it. Consider I work for him. We'd love that. We're a nonprofit. We'd love to have you do that for us. You know, I think about the people that um, I know our accountant just sent out an email the first of November. It says, hey, guys, this is the time to do the tax planning. This is the time to look at how your business is done for the year and your revenue and um, see what needs to happen before the end of the year. And if you are one of those very blessed people whose business has been doing great and your accountant says you need to make some donations, you need to... Um, do something to reduce your tax liabilities, this is a great way to do it. Um, we know that there are people that resonate with the message of I work for him and you want other people to have that same um, awareness in their workplace. I work for him can do that through getting our show to more listeners, letting more listeners have the opportunity to hear that their work matters. Yeah, it's it's an incredible opportunity. And you may say, well, Jim, I really can't give much of a year-end gift, but I'd love to be able to support the ministry on an ongoing basis. Well, we have a lot of other people then just being part of our B1 of 367 campaign where they're giving a regular amount of money on a, on a monthly basis for the next three years to help us reach our goal of getting um, the message of I work for him into 2,000 cities across the country. And so both those ways, you could explore that online, go to iworkrim.com, click on the Donate Now button. And you know, we don't ask for a lot of money on this show. That's not what this show is about. But we want to give you the opportunity to know we need your help. We need your your year-end donations to help us really expand so that in 2019, 
uh, we can be impacting more cities uh, and more directly and helping more ministries uh, to synergize their efforts with us. And we were, were actively pursuing sponsors too, people that want to share um, their synergy with us through the spots that we have available on our show. Yeah, I mean, all of that's available. So if you own a business and maybe you don't have any giving, but you've got some marketing dollars you'd like to designate and sponsor and attach to I Work For Him, we would love that. And, and easy to get all of us. Just go ahead to uh, reach us on the contact page on our website or leave us a message on the listener line, 866-713-9675. Or our phone numbers are on the website too. They are. Uh, in fact, I got a phone call yesterday or an email really quick right after the show yesterday asking me if I said something. I'm like, nope, didn't say that. Must have been somebody else. Uh, but it was, you know, we'll, you reach out to us, we'll reach back. We're, right. we're not too busy to talk to our listeners. We'd love to hear from you. And we would really love to make an even bigger impact on our country with this whole idea that our work matters to God. Amen. You know, how much more um, excited can we be to get up in the morning when we know that what we do has purpose, that whether we have a project to write, a spreadsheet to create, a um, floor to mop, which thankfully I got mine mopped just, you know, a couple yes, days I'll ago. I'll vacuum Whew. this afternoon. Would you stop um, bringing it up? I'm sorry. I didn't do my vacuum. Whatever this aspect of this year. No, this month. week, <laughs> whatever. Yes. Not this year. This we have it. We have vacuum for twelve months. No, but the the point is, no matter even if it's a test that we don't look forward to, if we can look at it through the lens of God saying your work really matters and what you do has purpose, and the people that you work with have um, a very very special place in my heart, and I want you to be a part of that. That man, it makes the getting up and get going in the morning a whole lot more. Um, interesting. Yeah, it does. And it, what's really cool when you realize that your work matters to God, it makes every day special and, and it's fun. And it's not about, it's not so much about the work, although God, it is about the work. We're supposed to demonstrate excellence in our work, but it's about the relationships we get to have when we're at work too. The people that we get to impact with our own attitude and actions. And as Christ followers, my opinion is that we should all be the number one employee in our workplace, in the position that we hold. I'm pretty sure that's biblical too. To, to you know, uh, do your work do heartily. Your work heartily is under as the Lord, the, as if you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's right. Huh. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, it's just a scripture. different way of saying Colossians three twenty three. Nobody's right. come out quite with that translation yet. <laughs> you know, there's also some big events coming up next year that you guys should be aware of. Besides the Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat in February, in March there's a huge. Culture Shapers Summit that Martha and I are emceeing in Washington, D.C. at the Museum of the Bible. People getting together, just working on how can we intentionally bring about reformation in our country. That's just a huge thing. We would love for you to be part of that. You can go to which website for that? Culture Shapers Well, if they go to our website, to our events page, I've already got that listed on the calendar, and that can link them to the website where they can find it. So it's easy if you go there. I am trying to populate our calendar with the events that we're going to. And um, then, you know, if there's anything else out there, we're we're trying to figure out the best way to get that information to people. Yeah, it would be really great. If and if you got, if you know of other events, let's just put our last plug in the last okay. thirty seconds. Can't wait. There's there are people listening to the show today that Martha that know people who have incredible kingdom stories out there in their workplace each and every day. Mm-hmm. We don't have roving reporters everywhere. We have listeners. So if you are listeners, know of somebody who's really no matter what their job is, 
really living out their faith in the work and making an impact and doing it with intentionality, gospel intentionality. We want to hear about their stories so we can highlight those stories on I Work For Him. Would you please call our listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK, and tell us about those people. Right, Martha? Yes. So I was thinking it's kind of like commissioning them to be our roving reporters. Yes. And there's huge pay for you in this. Eternal rewards. Well, if you let's say you nominate somebody, maybe you could come along with them to do the show in the studio. That could be fun. That could be. Uh, you've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is definitely our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.